1: Today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022, and Stacey Abrams says we need less Americans, and that's what will solve our inflation and food cost issues. AOC gets humiliated by hecklers again and screamed out of an event in New York, and UK's Prime Minister Liz Truss resigns, but she still lasted longer than CNN. Plus, Truss, plus. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.
2: Let's be clear having children is why you're worried about your price for gas it's why you're concerned about how much food cost for women this is not a reductive issue you can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child
0: why are you the way that you are
1: honestly every time I try to do something fun or exciting
0: you make it not that way I hate so much about the things that you choose to be.
1: This is what we try to do every single morning. Every morning, we wake up and we try to bring two things, one, truth and energy to the conversation. We try and explain to you what is happening, give you the details, and most importantly, give you some hope, give you a little bit of optimism, a pep in your step. We like to laugh at these people. Ridicule is a very, very powerful tool. We like to humiliate the libs who are making a laughing stock of themselves. And we very much like to play videos like we have for you this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a amazing show for you of of panic and self-owns this morning. Man, an AOC. Yo, can you bring me some AOC getting roasted inside of her own district? AOC getting destroyed inside of her own district. Ladies and gentlemen, she is there at a town hall in Astoria in Queens. Now we've gone to Queens before. We've gone to Astoria and we've walked the streets and asked people what they thought of AOC. We've been there. I've gone to AOC's constituency and I've asked her people, do you like AOC? Do you like socialism? Like, why are you voting for this? Like exactly what's going on here? And every person in AOC's, by the way, AOC's district, huge Greek community, uh, huge foreign nationals community. uh, These people, every person to the man or woman told me no, I hate socialism and also I hate AOC and I don't like what she is promoting and I don't like the things that she is advocating for us. So I'm standing there in the middle of Astoria, which is technically her district. It's in the Bronx and I'm at like the most busiest street corner and I'm just talking to people for hours. I'm going up to business owners, taxi drivers, the people who are walking the street, the people who are working at the restaurants on their cigarette breaks. And not a single one of them wanted, every one of them fled socialism or oppression at some point in their lives. And so why exactly is AOC, uh, why exactly is AOC represent these people? Well, it turns out that maybe she won't be representing them for, uh, 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 for long because AOC is getting destroyed at her own events. That's right. AOC is getting wrecked inside of her own events. AOC can't do an event inside of New York without New Yorkers themselves coming down and heckling her and screaming her out of her event and making her a laughing stock. actually. Because AOC, in response to these hecklers, like danced and started to like like dance with the people screaming that she needs to resign. The clips are wild. They're breaking this morning. You gotta watch them. Here we go. AOC getting heckled uh, at an event. a, AOC getting getting heckled about crime rates in New York City and mandates and funding of the Ukraine war. Wall, New York is of course a war zone itself. Go. <laughs>
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you,
1: sir. Okay, (laughs) so it's pandemonium for AOC. It's not good. You can see the entire crowd turns on her. How you like the revolution when it comes to your doorstep, commie? How you like the revolution now when it's coming for you? How many times did you think you could pose on the cover of Vogue and Glamour while the people in your district are being slaughtered and murdered in the street? How often do you think you could stand on the cover of Rolling Stone as a bad bee in your little pantsuit? How many late night show appearances can you make? How many times can you go down to Texas to campaign for a better life for people in Texas and ignore your own constituency? Murder rates in New York are at record highs. Burglary, record highs. Arson, record highs. Violent crime, record highs. Domestic abuse, record highs. Why? Because of the policies that AOC has brought to the city. She has destroyed the city. She has rotted the Big Apple. No cash bail. Defund the police. BLM, Antifa, embracing, mob, violence, mob, rule. And so then AOC is reduced, essentially, to being a caricature of herself, like a weird racist caricature of a Puerto Rican person. What the hell was this? We played it at the beginning of the clip, and some of our favorite memers made a meme of it. Watch uh, AOC going, AOC, my name, my name is, uh, Actually, Sandy Cortez, watch. All
2: right, all right, listen, all right, listen, listen. Okay, listen.
1: (laughs) What? Okay, listen, listen. AOC auditioning for West Side Story. The interesting story about AOC, you might not know this. They don't want you to know this one. That AOC was an actress. She was a bartender. She was an actress. She literally auditioned for the role for this seat. What did you think was going to happen? She's out of central casting. AOC isn't real. It's a clown world, ladies and gentlemen. She's not real. She's not from Astoria. She's from one of the richest zip codes in New York. She's not even from New York City. She's from upstate. AOC was raised in a real nice zip code. AOC didn't go to college in New York. She went to Boston University. AOC got a finance degree. Like that serves her really well. AOC is an actress. AOC isn't real life. And that's what her constituents are starting to realize. She works in a hard, she represents a hard scrabble, working class district of New York where people go on cigarette breaks and work with their hands. And these people have had a belly full of her communism. This isn't the first time that AOC in the last uh, few weeks has been heckled at her own events. Check out uh, this event from just a few weeks ago when AOC was heckled. Once more, as she tried to speak to her constituency inside of super leftist blue New York, watch, Congresswoman.
2: None of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi totally Gabbard. She's left the Democratic Party because there are people who are hot. Okay, you originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a nuclear war with Russia and China.
3: Why are you playing with the lives
2: of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no
1: neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to
2: Ukrainian Nazis. You're a coward. You're a progressive socialist. Where are you against the war mobilization? He's telling the right truth. You have done nothing. Tulsi Gabbard has shown guts where you've shown cowardice. I believed in you, and you became the very thing you sought to
3: fight against.
1: Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The revolution, revolution has come for AOC. Isn't it interesting when these things happen? And they happen across the world where the commies suddenly realize that they are unpopular. It happens in the Soviet Union, the old Soviet states. Very, very bad things happen to the old Soviet leaders. And they were in total and complete disillusionment. You ever heard the term throwing fuel on the fire? This is exactly what our federal government is doing with inflation. They are adding to inflation. They are trying to make your life worse in order to keep power. That's why the consumer price index right now is increasing yet again. The stock market is in total turmoil and our leaders are spending more money. That's exactly what Joe Biden is doing. Spending more money to destroy the American family. Spending more money to turn down inflation is literally the opposite of the thing that you would do if you wanted to actually solve inflation. So what can you do about it? Well, you can text Benny to 989898 and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit to protect your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Have you ever uh, looked at your IRA over the last month or two? What's going on? Have you looked at your 401ks? Ladies and gentlemen, now is time to invest in gold. Do not let the left devalue your savings. Text Benny to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit for Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold in a tax sheltered retirement account with Birch Gold and Birch Gold has an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you do it. As they were dragged out before the firing squads, Right. In the old Soviet states, they were still barking orders, right, to the guards. It's incredible when you look through the people's history of these statists and tyrants like AOC, who lives inside of the most expensive apartment in Washington, D.C., drives an $80,000 Tesla. AOC is not one of you. She drives around inside of an SUV. SUV. That guzzles gas. She has black cars shuttle her from place to place. She's guarded by armed guards everywhere she goes. Meanwhile, the people inside of New York suffer from the worst crime wave in my lifetime. It is hell on earth for the people in New York City. And we went and we asked a few years ago, we said, "Uh, Yo, what do you think about communism? What do you think about socialism? In AOC's district, we stood on the busiest corner in Astoria in her district and asked. And so here we go, ladies and gentlemen, we just have a quick clip from a little bit of work that we did a few years ago, asking people in AOC's district, yo, uh, do you like communism? You like socialism? Here's how it uh, went. Just one question about socialism. I'll give you the question ahead of time, so easy. So no wrong answer. There is a wrong answer, socialism <laughs> sucks.
2: I don't think so. I was born in a socialist country and I came to this country to get away from socialism. Socialism is the worst. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I like capitalism. I like the fact that I earn my bucks, and I spend them on moi, which I'm going to now.
1: Look, this is beautiful. Look at it. Absolutely ravishing. Ravishing. What do you think about socialism? It's like, uh, yeah, I don't agree with socialism. Socialism is supposed to be like where everybody gets the same amount. I want to do better than people. If I work harder and stuff like that, that's why. Oh, If
3: you give everything, if you give everybody anything, they could just stay home. And then what's the point? What's the drive? And that's why socialism is not right for America. All all socialism does is just encourages people just to sit back and do nothing. I think
1: I'd make everyone relax a little bit more. (laughs) A.O.C. Are we going to see a Congress with no AOC? Is AOC going to get voted out? AOC has something to say to you, by the way. All right, all
2: right. Listen, all right. Listen,
1: listen. Okay, listen. (laughs) Listen, 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 okay. This is what happens when you believe that Twitter is real. This is what happens when you are a Muppet. AOC is a Muppet. She has a creation of a cabal of people who try and steal seats away from the people. AOC is an agenda-driven apparatchik. She she has never had a single original thought in her brain. Everything has been force-fed to her by global communists who want to institute communism here in this country. She is not real. She is a clown world. She's an actress. She's not from her district. She's not that's not her real accent, whatever cartoonish, clownish, racist thing she said there. And she's getting destroyed by leftists in New York City. And we say we applaud you. And there's a lot to destroy, actually, in left. There's a lot to destroy. There's, I think, Let me tell you, the wheels are coming off. I've never seen anything like it. It's 20 days before the midterm election, and the wheels are officially coming off of the Democrat Party. Stacey Abrams down in Georgia. So let's go south here. Down in Georgia, Stacey Abrams says having an abortion will help inflation. And if there's less Americans, well, then food costs will go down because there'll be less Americans to feed, you see. It's just classic scarcity. So slaughter your children. I, Stacey Abrams, have never been selfless enough to have children. I've never had a child. I've never been a mother. I've only ever lived for me. And that's (laughs) quite plain. Just look, look at her. It's quite plain to see. I've never lived for anyone other than myself. I've been a slob my entire life. I hate life. I actually hate you. I hate humanity. I am anti-humanity. And that's why I, Stacey Abrams, want more abortion to solve inflation. It is the most beautiful clip we've ever seen because we've told you for a long time that the Democrat Party, that the progressive wing of the Democrat Party is a death cult. And this is where they always go. So in their final state, in their late stage progressivism, they always go to death cult status. Just kill the people who are inconvenient. Stacey, Stacey Abrams running for the governor of Georgia. I'm sorry, correction. Currently, the governor of Georgia and the Queen of England and the Supreme Emperor of the Galactic Senate. Uh, Stacey Abrams on MSNBC saying, you know what? What we need is actually less Americans. Then we can solve inflation. Go. I just asked you. You're running for governor of Georgia. Uh, I would assume. Maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with?
2: But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. And so these are it's important for us to have both and conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out. But we also have to talk about what a governor can do. A governor can address housing prices. A governor can address the cost of education. A governor can put money into the pockets of everyday hardworking Georgians instead of giving tax cuts to the wealthy.
1: So I just want to start by saying this person is a monster. Stacey Abrams has never been a mother. Stacey Abrams has clearly never had uh, any pleasing relationship in her life. She has never known what it's like to be a selfless mom. She's only ever known what it's like to be a power gobbler in a pursuit for earthly hedonistic power. That's it. Stacey Abrams is a slob. Stacey Abrams is a dark, degenerate cretin who believes that because economic times are hard, you should kill your children. This is what ancient Aztecs believed, right? Like this is what, like you would sacrifice children in order to get rain. I mean, this is, you're talking about like Moolok stuff. So Stacey Abrams, they're prancing around, holding a torch, sacrificing children to Mulak so that the rain will fall on our crops. This is what it is. This is what progressivism always descends into. Slaughter people so that times will get better. Spill the blood of the innocent so that rain will fall on our maze. This is what they did in communist China. They killed 60 million Chinese people for the great leap forward. This is what they did in Soviet Russia. Stalin killed at least 20 million Russians, at least. This is what they did in Nazi Germany. Of course, the people who deserve the, the the people who, according to the party, were inconvenient or were a drain on the system, let's just kill them. It is sick and evil. It is dark. It is from Satan. It is demonic in its very nature. It is inhuman. And these people just hate humanity. Call it what it is. Listen to the words of Bill Gates. Listen to the words that were written on the Georgia Guidestones before they got blown up. We need to reduce the human population. This is what these people say live in the pod, eat the bugs, be miserable, and create child sacrifice so that economic times can get better, so that the rain will begin to fall again. I got a family member who's really bad at balancing her budget. And as a small business owner, I've helped her go through her line items and see what her expenses are at the end of the month and help tally them up so that she can stay on budget. She's on a fixed income, and so we help her out. Now I was shocked to see the amount of money that she is spending for her and her kids to have a cell phone plan. It's one of the first things we did to help her hit her budget every single month is to adjust that wildly inflated bill for cell phone coverage. It is the year 2022. This is one of the number one ways that you can save with your bills, and you gotta save because you can see what's happening to the economy right now. You can see what Joe Biden is doing. You gotta protect what's yours today. Step one, I told her was switch your cell phone service to PureTalk, America's most reliable 5G network, and you don't have to sacrifice coverage for a fortune every month. I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you know how much you pay. It's gonna be hundreds of bucks. With PureTalk, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's real saving, and it can go to cover groceries, gas. Pure Talk has never raised their rates, and they're run by patriots. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter the code Benny, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com and enter the code Benny to save right now with the company that I trust with my business and my family, Pure Talk. They're pagans. They're hedonists. And they should not uh, ever uh, stand for office again. They should be shamed. Public shame is a very powerful thing. We should shame them. They deserve shame. We forget how powerful public shaming is. It's kind of why we do this show. Alveda King, who's the niece of Martin Luther King Jr. She lives in Georgia. She is a pro-life advocate. She's a wonderful, lovely lady. We've worked with her before. Alveda King had this to say. As it pertains to killing your kids so that inflation will go down.
0: Yeah, she was asked about inflation, and she actually pivoted to abortion and turned aborting a child into an issue of economic convenience, which is so far from safe, legal, and rare. What do you make of this?
2: You know, when you look at that perspective, What Stacey Abrams is saying, be afraid, be so afraid, you want to get abortions first. It's more important to get an abortion than it is to pray, than it is to unify, come together, solve the problems of America together. And so when people are afraid, they will make decisions— even to taking the life of an innocent person. And so this fear-mongering that Stacy is promoting is not helping. And so when women are scared or frightened or don't know where the next meal is coming from, it's very unkind to suggest make sure you abort your baby, because yeah. otherwise you're going to starve to death. That's kind of what she's saying. And that is really frightening. I'm very concerned about that perspective, very concerned. Yeah.
1: It's a death cult. Alveda King knows this. It's a death cult. It's anti-humanity. Call modern progressivism what it is, anti-human. They're anti-human. They're for the replacement of human beings with machines where they can get them. They're for the replacement of westernized populations with compliant socialist communist populations. They are for the destruction of humanity, and they say so. They openly discuss overpopulation on this earth. They are eager to solve that problem. And they believe that child child sacrifice is the way to get there. So the the, the, the progressive way to view the world is actually regressive. It's going back to the darkest days of paganism. And that's why you see the dehumanization of human life on all fronts. When it comes to the progressive agenda, Stacey Abrams was saying this just a few weeks ago that the heartbeat that every parent, if you're a parent in the audience watching this, shout out to you. Also raise your hand. Have you seen your child's heartbeat on a ultrasound? It's wild how early they can detect a heartbeat is the first thing that you see is a little beeping heart, a little blinking dot is what it looks like on an ultrasound. This happens after like a few weeks, four weeks, six weeks. I've seen it twice. I have two kids. You can see the little beeping dot. It's a beautiful thing. It brought tears to my eyes. It'll move you emotionally. And that is the electrical impulse of the heartbeat. Stacey Abrams, science denier and pagan, who worships death, had this to say about my child and your child's heartbeat.
2: There is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound. Designed
1: to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. Oh, okay. Is it manufactured sound? Really, Stacey? Well, you've never had the joy of seeing that little heartbeat on a monitor before because you've never been a mother. You've never lived a day in your life for anyone other than yourself, you slob. And so you, yes, you, Stacey Abrams, will never. Understand the joy that comes from a healthy relationship. I, through Tucker Carlson, I've been able to read some of your romance novels. You know, Stacey Abrams is a romance novel writer. Is I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly call it writing. It's more like um, um, Chardonnay induced Mad Libs um, uh, for lonely, sad, Xanax filled, single women living in one room apartments. With their cats, it's not really writing. But Stacey Abrams writes these grotesque romance novels, which don't make any sense, have no grounding in what a re- the reality of like a normal relationship. We should read some excerpts uh, on the show. This is freaking hilarious. But it means steamy sle- <laughs> steamy Selena, <laughs> guys. These people don't live in reality. They don't know the joys of having children. Kamala Harris. Never had kids. AOC's never had kids. Yet they're the one Randy Weingarten in in charge of the American Teachers Union, most powerful teachers union in the country. She's never had children. Stop letting these people who have never had children sit there and dictate to you how worthless your children are. And how much your children should be controlled by them. It is an absolute sickness of these communists who have no happiness and no joy in their own souls, have no selflessness to live for anyone other than themselves, to sit there and try and control you and your children and your lives. Truly, they must be stopped. They are uh, the, the the result of their policies is the collapse of civilization. That's the goal. Brian Kemp, who is the incumbent, governor running against Abrams, responded to her comments with a list of inflation fixes, including continuing to suspend the state's gas tax. Here's the tweet that Brian Kemp put up. While my opponent wants abortion without limits to fix Joe Biden's 40-year high inflation, my plan is suspend gas tax, billion backs to taxpayers, pass property tax reform, implement large tax cut. Republican Herschel Walker, who's vying to unseat Senator Raphael Warnock. In a highly competitive Senate battle, raise the question to Warnock as to whether he agrees with Abrams. That's right. This is an important question. Let's put it to the test, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see how sharp the sword cuts. Does the sword of Damocles fall? Should we be in favor of abortions for all Americans in order to fix inflation? This is what uh, this is what Herschel Walker had to say. Let's toss that tweet up on screen. Stacey Abrams believes abortion is the answer to inflation. I bet Reverend Warnock won't answer the question. Does he agree with her? Hmm, very, very interesting. We tell you one thing. One thing that we uh, definitely do not uh, agree with is we do not agree that human beings are a disease. We do not agree that human beings are a mistake. We don't agree that any human being is a mistake, wrong skin color, wrong gender, wrong place and time of your birth. None of this is true. All of this is false. It is paganism. It is sick, perverse, hedonism. It is the way of the communist and the way of the statist to try and to convince you that your life is a mistake and your life is worthless. This has always been the way. These people don't believe in God. They don't believe in the value of life. They believe that you are an inconvenience to the state. You are a number on a ledger. We know different. We know God, family, country. That is how we organize ourselves on this show. And we know that Stacey Abrams will be soundly defeated. AOC believes the same thing and she is getting called out in New York. And we applaud that for certain. Do we have our Tucker Carlson reading Steamy Selena ready? Ladies and gentlemen, If you have never experienced some of the writings of Stacey Abrams' romance novels, boy, you are in for a treat. Get ready. And here is your uh, cringe warning uh, before Tucker Carlson reads Steamy Selena. (laughs) Well, our senior producer, Alex McCaskill, volunteered to perform a dramatic reading of the most titillating moments in Stacey Abrams' novel. He's still recovering from that. The recording session began innocently enough.
3: Heat, like an inferno, blazed in his veins. Temptation, like a song,
2: clouded his mind. It demanded that he slide his arms around her,
3: that he trail his hand along her spine to sink into the silken curls at her nape.
1: Heat like an inferno temptation, like a song. Now we know what you're thinking. Grammarians hitting the similes a bit hard. At first we thought so, but then like a half empty train at Penn station in the middle of the work week, we thought we could just pull away. ho! ho, ho. but we were wrong.
0: We had to continue. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it
1: danced and she reveled in the movement she splayed
3: eager palms against his chest and tormented the flesh she found there too far away she gripped his waist to pull him closer until she stood cradled between his
1: heat like an inferno (laughs) These people are so miserable. You can tell that Stacey Abrams has never known any love in her actual life. And it, we, we pity her, actually, quite frankly. But we pity her. And it's too bad. This is what happens when these miserable leftist women just do nothing but pursue power their entire careers. And they become obsessed with it. It becomes, it becomes, some, it becomes so depressing, so sick. You see Hillary Clinton? You watch Hillary Clinton in her loveless relationship with her buffoon husband, and you just, you feel bad for them. It's like you pursued power your entire life, and you missed out on the joys in life, the actual things that make life worth living. You see the same thing about Kamala Harris, man. It's so cringy. It's so sad. It's so depressing. It's a real shame for these people. You you bought the lie. You bought the lie. You were going to be a bad bitch, and that was going to bring you real satisfaction, real fulfillment in life. Nah, man. No, 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 no. The crazy thing about life and the crazy thing about the human condition is that we are all created by God and that we have nature inside of us that wants certain things in life. And it doesn't matter how much alcohol you drink or how much drugs you use or how much porn you watch or how much power you amass. There are going to be primal things and urges and needs that you have that won't be fulfilled unless you are a selfless person, unless you love other people, unless you're good to other people, unless you're in a happy, functional relationship. You can go and do all the kink and all the creepy, all the weird stuff that you want to do, all the all the degeneracy and you see it on full display. Royce and I were in San Francisco and in LA and we were filming these documentaries and you saw nothing but broken lives of people who were chasing the wrong thing. You got you just you just get you just get reduced. And it's it's too bad. You really do pity these people. It's a beautiful thing to live life the way that God designed it and to not be addicted to some of the torturous things uh, on this earth. Unfortunately, for the people in the streets of San Francisco and out of LA, a lot of them have lost their minds. They've lost their minds, and they're too far gone. Someone else, unfortunately, who has lost his mind is a man named Joe Biden, and he's currently in charge of this country. And he can't handle being asked a very simple question about this very issue. Do you care about inflation or abortion? Joe Biden was asked this at the White House last night by Peter Juicy. And um, man, did not go well. Here's what it sounded like. Top domestic issues. Inflation or abortion. They're
2: all important. Unlike you, there's no one thing. It crosses the board. Domestic, ask me about foreign policy too. There's a multiple, multiple, multiple issues. And they're all important. And so And we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You know that old expression. Thank
1: you. Oh, thank you, Joe Biden. Way to to knock him dead, Joe. President Biden took this stage and took a dig at Fox News reporter who asked him whether abortion or inflation was his top domestic priority on Wednesday. The president said uh, that he sensed a trap. He long called inflation his top priority, but Republicans have been hammering him on the issue with the key price indicator 8% above where it was last year, despite his efforts. Meanwhile, his party has homed in on the Supreme Court's abortion decision as a political winner in the election's approach, even though polls show time and time again that abortion is like in these low single digits for priorities for Americans. Just to clarify for the midterm voters, top domestic issue, inflation or abortion, asked Peter Ducey. They're all important. Unlike you, there's no one thing, Biden scolded Ducey. Yeah, got him, Joe. In additional turn of phrase, it crosses the board. Domestic, ask me about foreign policy, too. There's multiple, multiple, multiple issues that we ought to be able to talk and walk and chew gum at the same time. That's an old expression, Biden said. What a humiliation. What a cretin. And notice how Joe Biden always just attacks uh, Peter Ducey. He always starts, he called him a son of a bitch uh, during one answer on inflation a couple of uh, weeks ago. And Joe Biden was so embarrassing that the White House actually cut the feed during this question. Check it out. What is your top domestic priority? Is it inflation or is it abortion? Mr. President, are you going to tell this new law? President. No, no, are you Mr. going Mr. to tell Georgia, all Thank you for joining (laughs) the White House. is like, we ain't going to broadcast whatever crazy Uncle Joe is about to say here. Thank you for playing the White House Cuts the Feed. And thank you for playing leftist Prime Minister Liz Truss. Here's some uh, headlines from around the world here. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Truss has resigned after failed budget and market turmoil. Liz Truss was the UK Prime Minister, still outlasted CNN+. But she resigned Thursday morning following a failed tax cut budget that rocked the financial markets and led to a revolt of her own conservative party. Trust said in a statement outside of Downing Street, we set out a vision for a low tax, high growth economy that would take advantage of Brexit. I recognize, though, given the full situation, I cannot deliver on this mandate uh, of which I was elected and therefore I resign. Wow. Okay. trust resigns. Here's the news.
3: I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills putin's illegal war in ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent and our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth i was elected by the conservative party with a mandate to change this we delivered on energy bills On cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low tax, high growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party.
1: You know, I tweeted this morning you should have just made Nigel Farage Prime Minister. What were you thinking, Conservative Party? Nigel Farage, who is a friend of the show, who's been on the show a few times, who's just a spectacular dude. One time he came on the show, what was it, ALX? He was like up at 3 a.m. in order to do a hit with us. It's amazing. We love Nigel. Nigel is, of course, a patriot and the leader of the Brexit movement, got Brexit across the board in the UK And they have their salvation, really, to to thank him for, but they have yet to give him any leadership role, and that's too bad. Uh, Nigel Farage has essentially disappeared from the political landscape there in the UK, and that's really unfortunate. He is running a GB News uh, 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 platform. We do take clips from that on occasion, and we send our best to Nigel. We should have him back very, very soon. But somebody else has disappeared from the equation. Very strange story here. What is going on? ABC News investigative reporter disappears after FBI raid was working on a book about Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal. That's crazy. What's this about? According to the Post Millennial, this is insane. An award-winning ABC News national security investigative reporter has seemingly gone missing following an FBI raid in his home in April for unclear reasons. James Gordon Meek was in the process of writing a book on Biden administration's botched withdrawal from Afghanistan when his neighbors spotted armored vehicles outside of his home. He hasn't been seen or heard from since. What kind of a dictatorship do we live in? What kind of a third world do we live in? We were just in San Francisco, L.A. It looks like the third world. This is crazy. Uh, here's the news on the journalist being disappeared. But an ABC News reporter gets a visit from armed men with guns from the Biden administration at home and then disappears and hasn't been heard from since. What? Fox's Trace Gallagher has the story for us tonight. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker, the missing journalist is 52-year-old James Gordon Meek, who covered national security and terrorism for ABC News. In April of this year, the FBI conducted a heavily armed raid on his sixth floor apartment in Arlington, Virginia. The FBI called it a, quote, court-authorized law enforcement, meaning the search warrant was approved by a federal judge. And during the raid, the FBI also seized Mr. Meek's laptop. Anonymous sources told Rolling Stone magazine the laptop included classified information. James Gordon Meeks' attorney believes only a source inside the government would know that and says the leak is highly inappropriate. But on top of that, the Biden administration prohibits seizing documents from journalists without authorization from U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco, leaving many to ask, why would the deputy AG give that kind of approval? Yeah. Why exactly? Lisa Monaco, of course, is part of the cabal of permanent state agents who are coming after Donald Trump. She has engineered and assisted in the raids of Mar-a-Lago through the FBI. She's an old Obama apparatchik. She works with Susan Rice. She's part of the Obama sisterhood, as the great Julie Kelly calls it at American Greatness. And Julie Kelly, who is a friend of the show, said that Lisa Monaco is the reason that Donald Trump was raided. The FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. So let that stand for what it is. The FBI refused to comment on an ongoing investigation. Federal magistrate judge signed off on a search warrant the day before the raid in accordance with the new policy enacted last year. Federal prosecutors are not allowed to seize journalists' documents without approval by the deputy attorney general meaning that the Biden-appointed Lisa Monaco, former Obama apparatchik, was given her final blessing on the raid. Despite the Bureau's involvement, Meek has not been charged with any crime. Anonymous sources claimed or to Rolling Stone that federal agents found classified information on Meek's laptop. Okay, so what? Seriously, so what? This, I mean, like this is what journalism is. Journalism is exposing the powerful. Watergate was classified information. Bill Clinton... Banging every bimbo intern in the White House. That was classified information. Since when is that illegal? This is called journalism. This is protected under the First Amendment. Project Veritas has won case after case after case on this. Another troubling aspect of the raid is that Meek's subsequent disappearance uh, was in the middle of putting together a book titled Operation Pineapple Express, the incredible story of a group of Americans who undertook the last mission honored promise of Afghanistan. The story of the Biden administration's botched military pullout of Afghanistan. Now Meek's involvement has been scrubbed from Simon & Schuster's promotional materials for the book, They Are Disappearing, a Journalist. He fell off the face of the earth, says one coworker, and people asked. Nobody knew the answer. A representative from ABC said he resigned very abruptly and hasn't worked for us for months. They've disappeared, this dude. His neighbors say that they haven't seen him. Meek also has two daughters who are living with him. It's unclear what happened to them. The hell kind of banana republic are we living in? We're living inside of a terror state. This is unreal. So how do we fix it? Well, I mean, as we covered with the Igor Danchenko, uh, uh, uh acquittal yesterday, we fix it by fixing our government by going to the poll It's the only thing we have. That's it. It's the only option we have. It's the only peaceable option we have. We go to our government. We hold our representatives accountable directly and we force our will upon them by making sure that they listen to us. They don't promise to repeal Obamacare for 10 years and then just not do it when we give them the presidency, the House and the Senate. Bad. So here we go. Betting markets swing toward prediction that Republicans will take control of the Senate. The betting market predicted showed betters are shifting their attitudes for the first time since midsummer. And believe that Republican Party will take control of the U.S. Senate. Man, this is going to be very bad for Joe Biden. If he loses both chambers, he can truly get nothing done. And he can truly be impeached. According to the betting odds, the GOP is favored to win 56 cents to the dollar. The Republican Party's odds are up a low of 35 cents to the dollar in late August. The GOP is now favored to win the Senate majority, where the markets favored Republicans at 60 cents to the dollar. Predicts its odds are aligned with most polling data. Trafalgar Group released a poll over the weekend that found that Republicans lead Democrats on a generic congressional ballot, 5.3%. For it. Let, me ask you, let me just ask you something. And there, there's a bunch of data here. Similarly, Rasmussen released a poll on Friday that's found that Republicans are up seven points ahead of Democrats. Let me ask you something. I think like, let's, let's be brutally honest here. What do Democrats have to run on? Truly, what do Democrats have to run on? Any answers out there? Bueller? Anyone? Anything? You see AOC up there going listen listen listen. Can we play the meme again? This is the this is the greatest this is the Democrats this is the Democrats greatest um calling card. This is this is what they got. Alright, all right, listen,
2: all right, listen, listen, okay, listen
1: <laughs>
2: it's like, it's like,
1: uh uh Hillary Clinton's like, please Don't smash the Tabasco. It came out of my purse. I travel with Tabasco in my purse. Do you remember that creepy clip? Hillary Clinton on The Breakfast Club saying that she travels with Tabasco in her purse. Does anyone really believe that? Somebody check check Hillary Clinton's purse. You'll find a couple things in there, okay? You'll find some cyanide tablets, all right? Uh, You'll find the noose. Jeffrey Epstein's noose. Okay. Um, What else will you? Yeah. For Jelaine Maxwell, you'll find the cyanide tablets for Jelaine Maxwell. You know, you'll find a, uh, a, a future suicide note, um, uh, you know, for, for who's ever next. Who's ever next. Who's next Hillary. You can tell us, but I'll tell you this. There's not going to be hot sauce in that purse. Tell you that ladies and gentlemen, the GOP is expected to take the House by huge odds, 86 cents to the dollar. These are like polls, right? It's 80% of the chance, 86% chance that the GOP is going to take the House. And so the Democrats are going to panic. They're going to do whatever they can to try and prevent this from happening. Go ahead and check out Arizona here. 6,000 faulty ballots sent out to Arizona voters under Democrat Katie Hobbs's watch. Well, that's interesting. 6,000 faulty ballots that only listed federal races were mailed out to Arizona's Voters in a voter registration error. Hmm, interesting. Katie Hobbs, Democrat, who is running for governor against Carrie Lake, announced the error on Tuesday, according to the Associated Press. When people registered to vote in Arizona or update registration, an election system queries driver's license records to verify whether the person has proven their citizenship. Those who don't have citizenship documents on file are not eligible to vote in state elections and are registered as federal only voters. Why are they allowed to vote federally if they don't have citizenship? What the hell is going on? So you can vote in federal elections, but not state elections if you're a non-citizen? What the hell is going on? What? <laughs> what? Sophia Solis, a spokesperson for Hobbs, said that the driver's license-only query failed to properly verify the citizenship of some people, leading them to be improperly registered as federal-only voters. She did, this should also be illegal. What is happening in this country? Man, we are on the way. We are on the road, ladies and gentlemen, to a break. This is not good. Federal laws now. Only citizens get to vote in federal elections. Laws now. Make that a law today. Incredible. Hobbes said that the database issue was resolved and that voters can anticipate a complete ballot soon. So what this would say, in theory, what this would say is that there are voters who are in Arizona that are not going to be allowed to vote for Carrie Lake, for instance, uh, because Katie Hobbs's mistake. Very bad. Uh, And this voter registration fix will hopefully be fixed before the election. There is no current controversy regarding Arizona's election outside of theories being floated by those who seek to undermine the Democratic processes for political gain, (laughs) says Katie Hobbs, in her last few moments in office. Because Katie Hobbs is going to get her ass kicked by Carrie Lake, baby. Uh, ALX, can we put up that uh, Carrie Lake? We toss up that Carrie Lake chicken video. The thing is amazing. When she brought the chicken on stage thing is incredible. Democrat fail. 61% of Hispanic black voters in Georgia are in favor of ID laws. Good for them. The majority of Hispanic voters in Georgia support the state's requirement that voters provide proof of identification when they cast an absentee ballot. New poll finds. For years, Democrats and established media and giant corporations have suggested that requiring voter ID is racist. Democrat Stacey Abrams running for uh, governor in Georgia She's also for the murder of anyone to fix inflation and grocery prices, says that voter IDs are rigging the game and a subversion of American democracy. The election data shows that such laws do not suppress voter turnout. A poll conducted by the University of Georgia reveals that Hispanic Americans in Georgia overwhelmingly support voter ID by 61 percent majority. Those who uh, as such uh, uh, is a law that was passed in 2021 to require voter ID for voting absentee. 13 percent of Hispanic Americans in Georgia says they oppose the law. Georgia's voter ID law are most popular with Hispanic Americans. Uh, and just 13 percent of Hispanic Americans say they oppose it. Georgia's voter ID law is Popular with, uh, and this is a repeat. All right, all right, all right. Repeating the article. Something that we would like to uh, play on repeat is this clip from a Carrie Lake event yesterday where she brought up a very special guest at her event. Katie Hobbs, take it away. We do have an unexpected guest with us tonight. And so uh, it comes to a shock to everyone. But I would like to extend an opportunity for them to come on stage. Uh, Please give a warm welcome to Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. My team, my team is over here debating like how long we should keep that clip running. Like uh, how long? It was like a two minute clip. The chicken dance went for like two minutes long. Who's in the chicken suit? Who's the brave person inside of that chicken suit? I want to bring him on the show. Congressional black caucus backs white Democrat over black Republican. Okay. <laughs> ah, cloud world. Although the Congressional Black Caucus purports to use its resources to ensure that Black Americans have an opportunity to achieve the American dream, they are supporting a white person over a Black Republican, Jennifer Ruth Green. Green is running for Congress in Indiana's first congressional district to replace incumbent Frank Mervin. If elected, Green would be the only Black Republican woman in the U.S. House of Representatives. Is that so? The only Black Republican woman. Okay, yeah, that's so. Uh, okay. However, the C.D. the C.B.C. Congressional Black Caucus decided to donate five thousand dollars to Mervyn's re-election efforts, the old white guy, instead of the young Black woman. Interesting. Nobody responded for a request to comment to the Daily Caller who wrote this article. Although the C.B.C.'s Congressional Black Caucus founders envisioned the caucus as a nonpartisan organization, they have shielded. They have shielded uh, only Democrats. They have disallowed black Republicans from joining the group. That means that they are racist. They prohibited black Republican Byron Donalds from joining the caucus last year. The sad reality is although the congressman and those in the CBC share the same race, behind his name disqualifies him from membership today. The Republican, the R behind his name. That's what a Donalds spokesperson said. Although the CBC donated $5,000 to Mervyn, Green still out-fundraised Mervyn by nearly $500,000. Wow, man, she is doing it, ladies and gentlemen. Green reported roughly 1.4 million raised in September, while Mervyn reported raising less than a million bucks. So, boom, get wrecked. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are seeing panic across the board. We are seeing AOC getting booed out of her own events by New Yorkers. She's getting roasted for supporting nuclear war in Ukraine, which is exactly what she's doing. She's a fraud. And ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Stacey Abrams get destroyed by her own party for being a bloodthirsty, hedonistic, parasitic cretin that's in favor of child sacrifice so that the rain will fall on our crops. Sick. It's not progressive. It's regressive. These people are anti-human. They're anti-human. There are so many indicators Show us that we are headed towards ascendancy, that our movement is ascendant, that we are the ones who are in charge of our destiny. And it's a beautiful feeling to have. So get out and vote. Patriots vote on election day. Get out there and vote. Don't let any of these ridiculous stories from Katie Hobbs not sending out the right ballots here from the AP. Don't let any of these things dissuade you. Vote on election day. Show up at the polls and put that ballot right into that box. Market yourself. Get going, people. This is an important moment. I know it is really overdone. This is the most important election of your lifetime. You hear it every single election cycle. This is, however, different. We are telling you it's different. From the inside, this is a moment where we take back our country. And we redefine this nation as a nation built on a couple of principles that are very important. God, family, country. We redefine this nation as a nation of free men and women who are going to stay that way. Why? Because we fight and we no longer retreat and we say no more. We're going to take back this country. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to save America. And we'll do it all together. God bless all of you. My name is Benny Johnson. And this has been The Benny Show.